0: This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmonyos.com. Welcome to Story Over Everything, the Chronicles of an Author. And um, <laughs> I have basically a simple episode for you. Um, yeah, I'm not going to waste any of your time. This is a simple episode. It's work in progress for Bug Tales chapter book. I'm still working on chapter 9. I basically finished chapter 9 within this week of work and started on chapter 10. I went from writing actual story content to needing to pause to do some uh, development or adjustment of my outline. And I think I'm a weak outliner so far. and I'd like to improve that. But, you know, I'll actually save that for... uh, after I talk about, or after I read to you, what I did in the author's log. So, I'll go ahead and end the intro right now, and just transition into reading the actual author's log. So, this is going to be my reading of my writings from August 19th to August 25th. And August 19th, I didn't write anything. August 20th, I wrote, Are you serious, Jan? Of course I am not. Why would I want to be? Babel turned away. Hey, come back, and hopped away. I'm serious, Babble laughed. So now you're serious. Yes, your little crisis of confidence here has really put us behind schedule. It's a wonder you ever get anything done. Wow, wow, wow. I'm really speechless now. I have no speech. That works for me, pal. Less talking and more doing. That's what I always say. Grunt dashed in and asked, Are you two done yet? We have lots of work to do. August 21st. Oh, it w- this was all planning, so, but I'll, I'll share it with you. I was trying to figure out uh, who Humph, one of the Groba Guardians, is helped by, uh, and I copied and pasted from my notes and stuff that he's either helped with his Bulwark construction by Keeper Whistle and Gnaw, Quiver, and Splash, which I think... Whistle... That was a team from before. Or Keeper Grunt uh, with Yawn and Babble, and I think I wanted to take Yawn and Babble... Um, or maybe even shush, chirp, and slurp, so that I would separate the groups out and kind of change up the dynamics. Uh, let's see. In brackets here, a note, I have hump, grunt, yawn, and babble do bulwark construction. Hump, grunt, yawn, and babble do bulwark construction. Well the others haul material to the main base and are tasked with concealment. There's my notes. I put there zero words. Technically, you know, some amount of words were written, but it wasn't for story content. But I don't know. Well, anyway. And then the next day I proceeded to track my words that were done for planning or maybe not the next day but a couple days later so I will continue here August 22nd Glimmer called the teams together after Humph had finished her or his perimeter control, uh, patrol our guests are drawing ever closer I received word that they are due to arrive here very soon their course has shifted it seems to be focused on arriving here we must act in haste but we must remain calm nothing good ever came of worrying Remember that, cadets. Now follow these pathways and return here quickly. With her special abilities as a seer, she made paths for all the teams to follow. A seer can see and cause others to see. When a mind is willing, a seer can even see into the mind's eye and share that vision with others. Trails of light streamed from where they were gathered. First, they darted to the keepers, then away from them in the direction of their duty. Shush went back, to the cradle of grow grubs while the others went for materials August 23rd a hush fell over the group as they worked cadets fell in line with the keepers and worked diligently at their tasks glimmer used her powers to talk to grunt whistle and hump as they finished readying the camp she also contacted hum tut and the five grow bug guardians who had come to share their stories with the cadets this was not their home but they defended it like it was they were hidden in a few places along the path where the clavens, or cloud ravens, uh, would cross to get to the nest of Growbug, or to get uh, to the nest... Sorry. They were hidden in a few places along the path that these enemies would cross to get to the nest of the Grobug camp. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, then August 24th, this is just planning and notes and stuff. Uh, Shush and Splash stay in the cradle with the Grobugs. Hum stays in another area with Grunt, Whistle, and the other six robot cadets. uh, I'm sorry. Hum stays in another area with Grunt, Whistle, and the other six robot cadets. While they are hunkered down, the six Guardians confront and fight the Cloud Ravens. Uh, They spring traps and attack engines, or catapults and such, uh, to thin them out. The idea is they will defeat them all out on the battlefield far from the camp, and the camp is split up so that if one of the two is destroyed, if any enemies get past the uh, bugs out in the battlefield, um, and that hopefully the attackers will leave thinking they've won or, you know, made, you know killed as many of their victims as possible, and then uh, the rest of them will be left about to continue and grow and, you know, recover from the loss. Um, I don't know where Glimmer supposed to be, and uh, I addressed that the next day in my writing from the 25th, which was today. So I'm gonna talk about where Shush is later, <clears throat> but uh, I also don't know where Tut is. Excuse me. Uh, I say, where is Tut? Tut should be out with the six guardians. Maybe he does a support role, firing catapults and stuff to keep attacking enemies, to keep uh, attacking enemies while the guardians engage them. Uh, Tut was a guardian, so that is a cool idea. I like this idea of he was formerly a guardian. He's ascended to the role of watcher which is a much more powerful type of grow bug that has the powers of all the different things, all the different types of grow bugs, plus new additional powers. And um, then he goes back out on the battlefield and, you know, does his fighting, which is cool. Uh, So then uh, Glimmer, I decided, is with Shush and Splash for two reasons. One, defense of the grow grubs, and two, comms. Hum, uh, who's with the other uh, six uh, grow bug cadets <clears throat> uh, has full comms capability uh, as she is a watcher and I just explained they have all the abilities of the other grow bugs um, so glimmer the seer has full comms of capability that kind of redundancy is good for ensuring the survival of the camp uh, and then that means also that they will be able to talk to each other and have full communication as well as uh, each split off hidden group uh, that's in hiding will be able to have full communication with the other growbugs if they need to, which they very well may. Uh, And then I went and looked into my notes, and I ended up making a bunch of kind of lore notes, so I'm just going to share those with you now. Uh, So one generic ability uh, that all growbugs have is the ability to manipulate light arms, which are tendrils of light that allow them human-like dexterity. This ability is more or less skilled to their size and strength. So, you know, they wouldn't be able to pick up a bus with light arms, because that doesn't make sense. Uh, Guardians have an advanced form of the light arms ability. For now, I'm calling it shining arms. uh, That allows them a broader ability to form light constructs for attack and defense barriers. Uh, The use of shining arms is limited based on a number of factors, but that is mostly to keep the tension at a decent level from a writing perspective perspective, Uh, different guardians will have different capacities, but the general idea is that shining arms are stronger than light arms, and can be used in a single burst or preserved for use over time, and I have a reference here to anime, think of Yusuke's use of spirit energy, after a certain point the tank is empty, and then shining arms replenish with time and rest. So that's the end of the author's log, now I will talk about cast size. So, you could see in my notes that I was struggling to figure out where exactly to place all these different characters and what to do with all of them. And that's because I counted it up this morning after having that trouble, and I realized my Growbug cast is 19 characters. That's a lot. There are five Growbug guardians who are from the uh, five you know Growbug and the kid books. Then I created uh, seven Growbug cadets... And uh, gave each of them, you know, a limited personality, Um, and then I decided. Well, it can't just be cadets here. There have to be people, you know, over the cadets. So I decided. Well, I'll give them a couple of. uh, I'll give them three keepers who are, you know, caretakers and people who, you know, grow bugs who raise the grow grubs into cadets and then help the cadets be trained so they can turn into keepers, seers, or guardians. And then I thought, well, the camp has to have defense, so there's going to be one guardian to protect and defend it, at least, you know, at minimum. Um, and maybe there's a couple, but maybe they always leave one guardian there just in case something happens, which would make sense. So maybe, you know, a full Grobug camp would have two guardians in it, uh, one to patrol, and maybe they switch off, uh, you know, on missions to go out and to, you know, do what they do. Um, and I put... Two watchers over the camp at this time, and oh, I'm sorry, and then the seer of course. So there has to be minimum one seer, uh, probably minimum two guardians, uh, and then however many keepers. And then I don't know if each camp has a watcher or not. I kind of feel like this camp has one watcher who is permanently there, and then there's one watcher who goes from place to place although maybe the watchers because of their seeing abilities and the fact that there's a seer in every camp therefore they can have total communication with each other uh as they need to um i think the idea is actually that the watchers do overwatch kind of like a district manager or something uh where they oversee multiple camps uh at once that way there's you know there's the redundancy and there's the resiliency for the camps um and anyway, I just, uh. <clears throat> I. I don't think it's ridiculous that I have 19 characters there. And I think that doesn't include the Grow Grubs, because there's a whole new batch of Grow Grubs, but they're not even going to be talked about. They're just kind of. It'd be like if you had babies, you know, that were in a cast. It's not that they're in the cast, they're, you know, plot point type of, uh, you know, entities that exist for the other characters to do stuff in and around. So, um. Yeah, I have some number of Grow Grubs that are being protected. And that's a loud truck. <laughs> anyway, they're being protected. But yeah, I've got the, the seven cadets, the five guardians who are guests there, uh, three keepers, a seer, a guardian, and two watchers, just because I thought the idea of two watchers would be interesting. And I, I kind of did an interesting blend of like writing this very much off the cuff and playing it so it's this is between uh, pantsing and uh, what you what you call it outlining so uh, I enjoy the freedom I, I just I gotta work on my story structure and um, like this book has taken me a really long time to do and to finish and the fact that it's integrating with these you know, picture books as well these five picture books it's kind of an odd Animal, and I don't want to do this going forward. I've mentioned that before in previous uh, episodes of Story Over Everything, but it's been a while, so uh, I already have a plan for another book with, like, a novel or, you know, chapter book that has companion picture books, uh, but I'm definitely going to go about that in a a different way, uh, much different method. Um, So, you know, I think I'll develop. Yeah, I'm going to do that a different way. So it's the Typhoon system is, is this writing system idea that I have that should scale to any size. And I'm going to develop that for a while after I finish this main uh, book here. And then after I'm done with that, I will move on to the next series. Uh, so that should be exciting. But I, uh, I'm pleased with the work that I'm doing. Uh, I'm not writing all seven days a week. It's hard to write seven days a week at times. Uh, I want to be more dedicated with that, um, but I'm pretty good at writing like six days a week. Um, I typically don't fall below six, and I've been doing this for a while. I'm not exactly sure how long, but it's been a bit. So uh, that's good. I'm showing progress. I'm showing development in my discipline, and that's super important. Um, I recently discovered or heard of something uh, the author Chris Fox who I haven't read any of his stuff and he's got one of his books available for free um, if I can get an EPUB uh, like I did with his other book for free um, I think I might listen to that pretty soon to see well this is the kind of guy I want to take advice from but basically he has a book called uh, 5,000 Words Per Hour and uh, I I, uh, it was cool he used BookFunnel and I um, he offered for me to be able to download an EPUB version or like one of two different Kindle versions of the free audiobook or the free book rather, <laughs> um, you know the document, the manuscript, and because I'm using this Evy app that does text to speech and it can do it with PDFs or EPUBs or whatever kind of you know, with a few different kinds of you know book formats. Uh, I decided, oh well, I'll, I'll make it into an, e- an audiobook for myself, and it's going to be like a two-and-a-half-hour listen, um, so I'll get to that pretty soon, I don't know if it's important to, like, listen to one of his fiction books, which is called Magitech, I think, it's, I don't know if it's the Magitech series, or if it's a standalone book called Magitech, or whatever, but, uh, anyway, I might listen to that before I, and I'll do it the same way, hopefully he's got the same option set up for it, um, But, like, it's cool because in doing that, it's, you know, research and, you know, development in my process. Uh, If I can, you know, if listening to this book and implementing the steps gets me to the point where I can do 5,000 words in an hour, that'd be great. I'm trying to do 500 words in a 10-minute period, and, let's see, 10 times 6, that would only be uh, 3,000. So, you know, that would be... A significant amount more, but you know, I'm, I was on the right track trying to do this. You know, five hundred or is that what it was? Five hundred words in ten minutes, or is it two hundred fifty words? Anyway, I don't know. But you know, setting a goal of writing within a certain amount of time is a good idea. And f- just from his intro, he's saying you know it's not in that ten minute session. It's uh you know, and it's about an hour. And he said, you know, good morning. Good morning. He said, uh I want to you know schedule myself to write a couple hours a day if I can. And that means you could get a book, depending on you know what length your books are, done within a week or a couple of weeks. And that sounds really awesome because I don't like how slowly I'm writing, but I'm not setting aside the time that I need to to do the writing. But regardless, uh, that's something I will get to in time. And it's something I'm working towards and I'm trying to figure out. And if I can't discipline myself to write about 10 minutes a day, I don't think I can write discipline myself to write about an hour a day and uh, you know hit that kind of word count so it's a process it's an eventual progress that I'm making and I haven't really noticed my writing speeds get that much better and I'm a little bit worried about how quickly I can progress but like Glimmer said or like I said through Glimmer uh, worrying doesn't get you anywhere so um, I just need to Take my time, take my steps, and work it out. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode for now. I will have another one out soon, and I just want to let you know, I uh, like Star Wars. I've talked about that before. I really enjoy the character of Ahsoka because I was a big fan of Star Wars The Clone Wars, Um, and uh, Dave Filoni was very heavily involved in that show, and then he went on to run other shows that she was in, uh, including Book of Boba Fett, well, more importantly, The Mandalorian, Uh, and then now he's writing and directing, and he's the creator of this whole new Ahsoka show, and so I'm going to be talking about that. So uh, I'm relaunching and doing my whole official podcast thing uh, with the Star Wars podcast I'm bringing back. It's called called Fully Operational, uh, and it's spelled... F-O-O-L-Y, as in foolishness, uh, to emphasize the foolish part of it, uh, which is basically that I'm just kind of having fun and winging it, and I'm not taking it hyper-seriously. Although I am talking about the stories in a way that I, you know, I'm passionate, I care about the stories, because I like the story of Star Wars, but uh, anyway, you'll see, you'll check it out. Um, But I'm actually going to be doing a a big release of a bunch of episodes within rapid succession. I have an introduction episode, then I have six more episodes, one on each of the you know first six movies and then i jump right into uh talking about ahsoka and i do uh the first two episodes came out on the same day but i went ahead and made those separate episodes um so that's nine episodes right at the gate uh, and they'll be coming out one after another and uh, eventually i'll be catching up and just doing you know one episode a week uh as ahsoka comes out um but you know anyway for now you can check that out and uh, hopefully you enjoy that and uh yeah, that's part of what I'll be doing. And I'm, I'm getting back into the uh, the swing of doing more analysis, which I haven't done over the last couple of weeks because things have been difficult. And uh, yeah, so you can go ahead and look forward to that. It's okay. Anyway, until next time, folks, take care. This is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around, you're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.